Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear, I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The, the Final Word. Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Thank you for joining us this week on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, where you should be going for all your podcast needs. Absolutely. And while you're online, go to Patreon and become a subscriber to this podcast and supporter. Thank you all who have become newly and those of you, the OGs. Come on now. Thank Give you for up, your support, baby. for supporting this black owned business and keeping it really seriously, keeping it afloat. Because yes. let me tell you something. Gas is high. <laughs> it is high. So thank you. We also want to thank you for getting cameos. There's little video messages you can get. If you go to Cameo and look for Frangela, you'll find us. And then you can get a happy birthday message. You could give one to someone. Yeah. Uh, hey, a pep talk. Tell your kids to go to sleep. All sorts of things. And you can join us every Tuesday on the Frangelo Duo Facebook page for the Idiot of the Week Live, where we record live in front of you our Idiot of the Week. So you can watch us, which yes. is thrilling. Yes. Um, and... Uh, Oh, but we should say, though, that we there will not be one next week. No, no, no. We won't be having a podcast or uh, Idiot of the Week live showing because uh, 
you know, holidays. The holiday. Um, we're out of town, or I'm out of town. Yes. So, uh, but we'll be back after that. Yes. And always join us every Friday in the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for... The Black Power Hour. What happens? That is where Stephanie Miller becomes Stephanie Mills. Although apparently they have changed the picture now. Oh, damn it. But I mean, it was for a good 15 years. Yeah. So it's not. I you mean, know it was because. You know why? Because, because we, somebody finally got a hold of them and was like, because we, we've been talking about because it. Because we talk about it. Because we influence everything. Yes, we are. We are the ultimate influencers. We are the ultimate influencers. Uh, okay. All right. Well. I don't, you know, I don't know where to start. Well, I'm gonna start with an easy one. Let me start with an easy one, real you quick. You start with an easy one. Start okay. With an easy one. Report. Overwhelming evidence. <laughs> Over, not underwhelming. Overwhelming evidence. Cuomo engaged in sexual harassment. No, I Jesus. hope you were sitting. Definitely. I hope I didn't just shock you out of driving. Well, <laughs> the New York State Assembly's eight-month investigation found quote overwhelming evidence that former Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed women while in office and abused his power by using his staff to help him write and promote his 5.1 million pandemic memoir. <laughs> In case you were wondering. In case you were wondering, he did abuse his uh, his power. I so, think that takes care of the easy stuff. That takes care of the easy stuff. Let me tell you, we I wrote Angela this weekend and I said, you know, are we doing a show this week? And she said, you know, I think we have to talk. Because of the holiday. Because of the holiday. Yeah. And she goes, I think we have to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse. And, and I, I want to. I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm not in a good place. Not in a good place. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. We, I'm, I, I feel sick. I feel sick inside. I feel, I feel worse than sick. But here we go. Because it's my job to do so. And I'm a human. I'm an American. I'm a person. This is what we do. Are you sure you're all those things? I am. Because I'm getting less and less sure that I'm any of those things. I'm becoming increasingly unsure of whether or not I am, in fact, a person. I am, in fact, a human being, and I am, in fact, an American. I'm not really sure any of that is actually true for me. Yeah. And that is where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Um, And and my frustration level has, as everyone's, um, I think even the evil folks, frustration level has been at at an insufferable high for years. And particularly, we're getting more into that, but where I'm at at this very moment is I need a lot of things to go right. Yeah. Well, okay. Kyle Rittenhouse, as you know. Fuck Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> okay. Fuck, okay. Fuck, okay. Fuck, fuck Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> fuck his punk fucking ass. Okay. Oh, damn. Sorry. Uh, okay. That's sorry. all right. That's all right. That's all right. You Did you get that out? No. I could do it all more. Okay. I okay. Because okay. so you, know, you know what I have to say? Fuck him. Fuck his mama and her punk ass. Fuck that bitch. And whoever the punk motherfuckers who gave that punk motherfucker a motherfucking punk AR-15 punk motherfuckers. Fuck them all. Well, here. Fuck that jury. Let me find out who these bitches are so I can say fuck you to their face. Oh, since we talk about fuck you, let's talk about the fuck you to to the voters in Kenosha. Well, and I have a feeling where we really need to put that fuck you is the people who didn't vote. That's because right. it's not, because I guarantee you. The people who voted for that, for that yeah, but judge. That, only one person had to vote for him to win, which was him because nobody ran against him. That's right. So the reality is, we, what we need to talk about is the people who didn't run against him and the people who aren't participating in the system. The people who were voting, who, hey, yeah. Well, they got, I'm sure the, the no vote on him was high, was really high. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's my it doesn't issue. matter. Here's my issue. Going the fuck forward. Thank you. 
If I see that man on, on any, at, at a bar, and I'm talking about drinking a motherfucking Jack Daniels. Thank you. Mm-hmm. If he's on a, on a park bench, I need that motherfucker removed. Because yeah. here's the deal. Absolutely. Here's the deal. If you live in Kenosha right now, what, what you have, what I have learned about your city mm-hmm. is that black men can be shot by the police. Children can walk up in there with, with an guns. AR-15, they're not allowed illegal in every single way. In every breaking, single way, I don't know how many laws. In every, in, in every, in the, in the and community, and the cops will give them water and let them walk on by. That's right. And the community says that that's okay. The judge says it's okay to kill people who are simply affirming their First Amendment rights. That's because you know what? Because the Second Amendment trumps all. If you're white. If you're white in this country, and it doesn't matter how old you are. The perceived safety of any white person is more valuable than any of our lives. That's right. Speaking of which, Kyle Rittenhouse appeared on Monday on Tur- on Tucker Carlson tonight. I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to go to my cave. You go my, to the cave my, while my cave I read inside. this. For his first televised interview since being acquitted on all charges. First is so... So haunting. The use of the term first there is haunting. From sh- from killing two people and, 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 and maiming a third in Kenosha 2020. Now, then he had the motherfucking nerve. The audacity. The temerity. The gall. Okay. Unmitigated. To say, go on and say, this wasn't a political case. It shouldn't have been a political case. It was made a political case. This had nothing to do with race. It had everything to do with race. And the ways people are twisting this is just sickening. Biden tweeted about then-President Trump not disavowing white supremacists and shared a video which featured Rittenhouse. Tucker, Tucker Carlson asked him, what do you make of the president of the United States calling you a white supremacist? He replied, Rittenhouse replied, Mr. President, if I would say one thing to you, I would urge you to go back and watch the trial and understand the facts before you make a statement. Let me tell you something. If I could have kicked his ass, I would have. I, I, I understand the facts like that you had an illegal gun like that you you drove to a community you know pardon like these people had done nothing li- illegal to anyone's knowledge like what what this the fuck this murderer had Are a two million dollar defense fund fuck rick schroeder if i haven't made that enough clear <laughs> okay a two million and dollar Ooh. and you know what i've never here's my thing you know we just were looking at this other story the doj settles with families of parkland school shooting victims for 130 million and we'll get to that story pop possibly in a minute, but the, the reality is, is that we've got David Hogg on our side. He's our poster boy. This person who survived a traumatic killing, shooting, somebody that shouldn't coming in, have happened. that shouldn't have happened. Somebody who had a gun who shouldn't have been able to have a gun. That's right. But there, who is, who is their poster boy yeah. is a murderer. Yeah. Who has not an ounce remorse not an ounce not one fucking single ounce of remorse and in every way in every instance what they have done so far is shown this child which is to me that's child abuse is to teach this child that he has nothing to be remorseful he took two lives he took a fucking weapon of mass destruction into a group of people and killed people and they are walking around lionizing him Mm -hmm. because he's a domestic terrorist and they're domestic terrorists 
and they are they are organizing Ooh, an insurrection just, in front of our face. You just told them. They're Fucking organizing truth. an insurrection in front of our face. That's what they are. This was an act of terrorism. It absolutely was an act of political terrorism. Yes. And to act like it was anything else is to fall into the trap of believing your their bullshit. That's right. They know what they're doing. That's they're trying right. to make it clear in every way, shape, or form that our lives are in danger because we're brought on black and you're if you are not and you show any allegiance to what is right and justice and equality and equity, then your life is in danger. Not only is it in danger, we don't care if you get killed no. and you won't get any justice. When I think about it. No, in fact, he's going his... to walk out of this with a ton of money, book deals, That's movies, right. all sorts That's of right. things. That's right. That's right. If he really cared, he wouldn't make a dime off of it. He wouldn't have even made a statement. The fact is, this punk motherfucker, I can't. And I can't. And, and I... And I think it's really important. You know, Colbert said, you know, if what Kyle, he said, I'm not a lawyer, you tweeted, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but if what Kyle Rittenhouse did wasn't illegal, then it should be. Mm-hmm. And that's true. But the thing is, it is illegal if you're, if you're not Kyle Rittenhouse. That's right. He absolutely broke the law, broke many laws, but the judge threw out the one charge he would have been convicted on. And I told you when he did it, I was like, the reason he did it is because that's the charge he would get convicted on no matter what. Yeah. This allows him to walk out of the courtroom that day. Yeah. This was about the photo op of him out of the courtroom that day. That is why that judge is a piece of shit, an unqualified piece of crap garbage that shouldn't be on any bench. I shouldn't be on a park bench. Thank you. Thank you. I don't want pigeons subjected to that bullshit. No, no. They got honor and integrity. Too good good for him. Too good. And I, I think that you know, it's, it's like we said, all of this stuff. You have to look at it in all of it together because it's all pretty clear to me, again and again, that we really have to take this much more seriously on a national level than I'm not saying people are taking it seriously. Because I think people are shocked and they're horrified, but I think we're also really tired. I think we all have PTSD. I think we're not sure what to do because we haven't lived through a revolution or an insurrection before. And we don't know what to do when your neighbor is yeah. organizing against you. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and when the system that we have in place is quite clearly, now it's always been, this is what people who didn't understand when we said systemic racism, hopefully now I you get it. But, hopefully now you but, see it. But, it's but, not about individual hearts and minds. It's a system that is from its inception to its operation in laws, practice, and policy. It's not individuals hate in their heart. It is about a system that is set up to protect white power and privilege above any other form of justice. And let me tell you something. What we, the the privilege of being able to have cameras in the courtroom exemplified all of it, all of the systemic racism, all of the perspective and going into, we saw the judge and what he did. We saw the the defense. I think that's part of the reason why he did it. You know what I mean? Because there's an audience and he's not like most of the- He wasn't shy about it. No, he's not. He's not embarrassed. Well, I also think he's stupid. I think this judge is actually very stupid, but like, like, I'm like, this is about, he's playing to, like uh, many people said it, he's auditioning for his Fox show. That's right. He's not trying to be a judge. Right. You know, like this made no sense. He was creating moments so that he could, they could be memeable yeah. and they could be Tucker Carsonable. That's yeah. all. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and that's what he did. And, and we're sitting here waiting to hear about Ahmed Aubrey, waiting to hear about January 6th yeah. and, and Trump and his many legal pro, you know, situations. And, yeah. and, and, and what I'm desperately, I, I need, I need, Ahmed, I need these men to be convicted. 
Well, the, the Francis, first of I all, need these lynchers for, to be convicted. First of all, I think I just uh, spit I, on you. I'm sorry. I don't care. I don't I'm feel so shit sorry. anymore. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, no, I got I'm nothing. So I'm so sorry. I got nothing. Because I'm, I'm a little passionate. Oh, you can't possibly think that I can feel pain anymore. <laughs> I have disconnected from my body in every conceivable way. Well, well, well. I my hand could be hanging on by a thin <laughs> sinew or muscle, and I would be like, uh, "Let me tape this on." Totally. Like, totally. I, you know, whatever. Totally. Well, with Armand Arbery, uh, them putting the glasses on uh, on these <laughs> men. I, I I was gonna use a, a horrible word, but it, it just on those men to to uh, uh, try to make them appear. As if they were making, thoughtful. were making thoughtful choices. Let me tell choices. you something. You, Frangela has tried this. I'm telling you. I'm we have, have tried, tried this. this. Okay. <laughs> this may seem like a departure from what we're talking about, which is the overwhelming bullshit of this country. But <laughs> let me tell you that we've had this issue within our careers yeah. where, because partly because we're comedians, and I think partly because we're the misandroir, however you say that, of, yeah. of this country and this world, the, the inner relationship of gender and ethnicity um uh we've had a we've had difficulty in our careers with having people simultaneously take us seriously and still enjoy people need to enjoy their meeting with us right, right. that's number one um but then we all they also need to see us as competent and intelligent and capable of being producers and of doing the sort of the actual workity work and then performances work i'm not saying right, that's right, not right. work but the other sort of below the line or behind the camera work mm-hmm. stuff and so we couldn't figure out because every time we would try to address that part of the pitch, people you'd see people get not interested. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. They'd physically lean back and they weren't paying attention anymore, and they'd be like, "Okay," and they'd want to end the meeting. And mm-hmm. so we we give good meeting. Yeah, we give great, excellent meeting, and we learn. Yeah, and so there came a point where we were like, "Well, what do we need to do? Do we need to wear glasses?" We made a list of things we could try. Yeah, that would allow us to have an intelligent commentary and conversation because a lot of times, also, what happens is we get through this conversation, be an amazing conversation. I remember one in particular was ABC Radio. Yeah. And we met with this woman who was a lovely woman and very intelligent. And we had, I mean, we were, that meeting was hours and it was supposed yes. to be 45 minutes, right. right? And it was like three hours. And we had the best time. We we're laughing, talking. And when I'm telling you that we talked about everything from current, like, pop culture to she was really into the French Revolution, like mm-hmm. I am. And she'd read, she liked this one historian that I liked. And we literally had a conversation about a, a French the French resistance and, and, um, and World War II, but also uh, the French Revolution and this historian Lefebvre. And so that's the scope of our conversation to then have the last thing she said to us be, so you want to show on the Women's Network or the Black Network? Yeah. And we were like, oh, the pink ghetto or, or the, the black, black ghetto? ghetto? Wow, we talked about this whole race. And so we, we came out and we're like, okay, what can we learn from this? Yeah. Is there something we can do to keep ourselves sort of in people's minds in this other way that they seem to not be able to see us? Yeah. And um, we we thought about, gla- we tried wearing glasses when we didn't need them. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when I say, I understand propping out. Yeah. And I'm glad that they didn't wear their normal clan outfit. Right. Because that, that would have that would have been a bad choice. That's right. That's right. That's right. That, that might have let us know who they are. Too, a little too on the nose. Too on the nose. You don't, you want, you don't want to be a caricature, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, they put glasses on them. Like that would gussy them out of racist mm-hmm. mob. Because, you know, apparently racists have good vision. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things that I do have to bring, you know, I, you know, uh, I was dipping in and out. I watched more of the Rittenhouse trial yeah, I, I than I did Armand Arbery. 
uh, because it was just, it's just too much, too much to watch them murder this woman's child over and over and over and the, over the again. The defense counsel in that trial is, um, all of them are bad, but the 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 woman and the, the gout or gow, however yeah. you say his name. When um, she said put hats. His uh, dirty uh, toenails. His dirty, dirty toenails. She speaks about him like he's a filthy, disgusting animal or yeah. something. Yeah. He was jogging. He was jogging. And, and you know, so... That that one is really difficult. Was difficult for me to to tune in. I tried as much as I humanly could um, to to watch it. But when I when I listened to the defense um, say that he was uh, Armand Arbery was armed with his fists, that which your your you can't leave your, your hands, hands at, at home. home. To Black make, people to make white people more comfortable. More comfortable. These men who had guns. I need the, I need that attorney to actually be. It's I can't. It's Gao or something, right? It's yeah. like G O U. I can't say anything. But um, I I need him to be brought up on some some charges by the bar association because uh, th- the reality is that he's every single day gone off about black people being in the room. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, every single day. And, I you mean, know, it is it is. So so <laughs> when you sit down at Thanksgiving. And somebody brings up their garbage ass fucking argument about why Kyle Rittenhouse was right, or what, or what or was, what, or, what good or, would it what, have served to put him in jail, this right. child in jail? Yeah, because he's a good kid. I just want, you know, there are there there there. That's a garbage fucking position. And it's not okay. And it's not okay. It's never been okay. And it's never been okay to sit down at the table and be okay with our racist uncle. It's never been okay. But at this point, if you have, if it, I, I don't know how many of us all have to die before people get it in their heads that these words have consequences. Yeah. That this is how, you know, I, I mean, and that this is, this is all, it's sending a very unambiguous message clearly yep. and loudly. And if you don't agree with it, you have to be loud about that. Yeah. It's not okay to be quiet about it. And that is our final word. And we'll be right back after these messages. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show. And I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy. Awesome. And that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details and now it's time for emails emails time to go get your motherfucking emails 
Wow, that's a departure. That was a departure. <laughs> that was a departure. But you know what? I'd like to blame myself for that. Well, because I'm going to tell it. you something. I'm going to mood. I'm going to mood. I'm going to mood. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the fucking mood. I was in, I'm in such a mood where I love this podcast. But I don't want to do it today because I'm in a fucking well, let me, mood. Let me pregame some emails. This is not a great opportunity to engage me in a debate about these issues. <laughs> if you have a viewpoint or you feel like I've, I have or we have missed some nuance or some subtlety, I'm going to invite you to keep it to your motherfucking self for a few months. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Journal it, make it a post-it, and maybe, and I'll let, and I promise I will let you know when I'm open for debates. Um, because right now, I had to not watch the news at all. Yeah. Yeah. For three days. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had I did vague check-ins uh, just to make sure we weren't at war a couple of times and the wind was really bad. So I was trying to looking for a weather advisory yeah. and then I was out. And everybody who tried to bring it up with me, I went, I need you to not. Yeah. I'm not in a place where even though I know you, I, I'm probably going to agree with whatever you're going to say. I need to pretend I don't live in this world yeah. for two to three days because my anger level and my, my fatigue and my weariness is not in the good place. So I'm going to invite you pregame it to ask yourself, is this something you really need to say or could you journal it? Yeah. 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 And then and then we can have a conversation. Just, I'm just asking for a few weeks. Totally. Months, well, maybe, you know but few, at least two weeks. I, that, that's what I'm asking for. Th- th- and I'm going to tell you something. I completely agree. And I told Angela I, I, I dropped out of a couple of things because I just was much. like, it's just, it's over efforting and it's, it's overtaxing. It's overwhelming. Uh, we're just, we're actually just people. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> I need a break. People. I need a problems break. and not enough this and not yeah. enough that. And, yeah. you know, and. And it's hard. Yeah, and, and those hard. of you. But I will also say the, the 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 reason like we are here though is because overwhelmingly, and I mean ninety nine point ninety nine 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 percent, like this is a community of love and support, and we thank you for it. Because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have support, not just financially, but I think even emotionally. Yeah. That like, and this is a great place to find each other and find support, and we thank you for that. It's just not a good time to disagree. It's, it's a, this week is a bad. This is a bad week. disagree. Week. This is a bad. I think week. we do pretty well normally, but, but this normally. week. This week, not so much. Not so much. This email is from Robert Admiral McAdams, I should say. Right. Uh, And it's entitled Rittenhouse. It says, Angela and Francis, there are no words. I mean, I knew this was a racist-ass country intellectually. The Trump years really drove that home, especially with how close the 2020 election was and had no right to be. But God damn, Mm -hmm. they're not even trying to hide it anymore. Nope. And it goes on to talk about being a living in liberal California and people being pretty chill. And he goes on to say, he says, but I mean, Jesus, at this point, if I was a black person and some random white person got into my face, I would just have to assume they were about to murder me and act appropriately to defend myself. Right. I mean, yes. what would I have to lose in that hypothetical, hypothetical situation? If I end their threat to me before they carry out their murder, I am going to either be killed by a racist cop or get zero justice in the court system. If I let them carry on with their threat, I either end up dead with zero justice in the court system or a cop still might roll up and shoot me for arguing with some white dude. Mm -hmm. He goes on to say every single American was harmed by the Rittenhouse jury today, black, white, 
old, young, everyone. This was a miscarriage of justice. And I hope to God that just like Trayvon Martin's murderer, whose name I will not utter, this dog's little murdering ass, murdering racist ass uh, for the rest, this will dog his little murdering racist ass for the rest of his life. I hope women will have nothing to do with him. No company will employ him. No landlord will rent to him. I hope the the family sues him in civil court and bankrupts him, that's not good, he's got so much money. And if there is any justice at all in this world, I hope the US Justice Department will come after his ass for ATF firearm violations at the federal level and two civil rights prosecution. Thank you. Sincerely, the Admiral. The Admiral. Thank you. You know, I, I, we'd invite you guys to go, BuzzFeed has an article about it, but look up, um, this, this incident and, and keep an eye on it. Um, this guy, I believe it's, is it Mark Wilson? Um, young man, um, who on June 14th, 2020, 21 year old Mark Wilson, who is black and his 21 year old girlfriend, Emma Rigdon, who is white. They left a Taco Bell in uh, Statesboro, Georgia at a stoplight. They pulled up to a truck um, that had, I guess, some what they thought was a truck full of white men in it. And they were shouting, this is all alleged, whatever, mm-hmm. but shouting N word and your lives don't matter and all that st- racist stuff at them. Um, and he shot in self-defense mm-hmm. and one of the people in that car was killed. And so we're, it's just going to be interesting to see what, happens right in his case yeah since that's exactly what robert was just saying and what you were just mm-hmm. what we were just talking about so uh, go ahead and look up that trial and go look up uh or they had they're not at the trial place yet but um look up, look the, up case. the case and um let's all pay attention to that yeah this uh next email is from christina f thank you we love you you're fabulous Hi, Francis and Angela. Micro-idiot Waffle had me on the floor laughing my arse off. So funny. Poor packing candy. Your incredible talent. Thank you. Uh, hashtag forever fan, Christina F. We love you. Thank you. And here's the thing. Micro-idiots, when you're a Patreon, you get micro-idiots. Yes, you do. And when I tell you the micro-idiots, the one I listened to today mm. was about the candy corn and the bratwurst. Oh, right. And when I tell you, first of all, Laura outdid herself. Did Our she? producer, Laura. She? she has, I had never heard this rap. And I don't, it sounds like Weird Al, but I don't know if it is. It's a rap about candy corn mm. and how candy corn doesn't get enough respect. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious. Like, it's, if I may say so, the, the micro idiot is hilarious. But the cherry on top of the, the sting at the end of it is so, always so delicious. But in this one in particular, I was like, you go ahead, Laura. It's hilarious. Yes. yes. Well, please, please join us for the micro idiot fun. And again, like I'll say it all the time, it is great self-care. And, you know, I try to take, take care, care of my, you. I try to take care of myself by laughing and having a good time. I pet a lot of dogs on the street. I've gotten weird. Yeah, but that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> that's what I would say. You know, everybody take care of you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's time for resistance. This is where we just are going to encourage you to go out and do things. Besides calling your representatives and senators at 202-224-3121 to let them know that you believe voting rights is the most important thing going on. <laughs> or um, whatever. And all the other things that are important to you, please do that. But it's Thanksgiving. Yes. So what ways can you give back? Yes, you can deliver meals to people in need. And people in need, I think it's it can be, it's a hard subject, but think about people around you and yes. think about ways that, that and, and there are ways to give to people that don't, 
that that are as close to not making them feeling awkward or bad or whatever. Like if you if you suspect that there's some people who are food insecure around you, maybe just be like, oh, we made an extra pie, we brought you this, or an extra you know quiche or whatever the heck you make, you know. Um, and and you know, look for or, ways to show up. Oh, your your senior neighbor. Yeah, you like know? bring them something, offer to help them, invite somebody over if you think they might be alone, or yeah. even if they can't be, you know, if you can zoom, whatever. Yeah. Um, donate every community unfortunately has to have a food bank so I, I guarantee you there's a food bank near you that could use your support and definitely your donations yeah you can run in a turkey trot you know and and just you know look for ways to give to give to people and in your and i think it's this is imperative around you it amazes me sometimes when you find out that there's somebody like right in your mix yeah missed who like needs needs yep. and they may need and not know how to ask yep also 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 I want to encourage you to help out in your own family. I think here's something, and I, you know, um, Mm. that is really interesting is that, you know, oftentimes I think we think about being caring or thankful and gratitude and all of those things, but it doesn't necessarily uh, uh, transform or transmit into our actions. Hmm. You know, so if you can be there for your family, you know, and if it's, it's, it's not all of them, I'm saying the ones that act right. <laughs> you know, and all I'm saying, like during the holiday, wash an extra dish. Help, help, help. If you don't normally help with the turkey, help with the turkey. Maybe go slice some things up. Make yourself be useful. This this sounds like something you want. I don't know. <laughs> Make yourself a you a, of use. Tom and Abby, y'all need to do some more at Thanksgiving. Is what Make I'm hearing. Make yourself useful. <laughs> Maybe you guys could. Tired of cleaning the toilets by myself. <laughs> Then maybe the people at Francis's house need to up their, up their game over the week. Is what I'm what I'm hearing. You want that cranberry chutney, don't you? Just maybe she's a little bit of help, a little bit of assistance, a little bit of an assist. Okay. Or Francis Kelly. And I'm guessing this is Abby mostly. I'm guessing. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Angela V. Shelton. <laughs> we are Frangela. <laughs> Do your best. And we love you. We, we are thankful you. for you and for We're this opportunity. For you. Thank you. Happy, 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 happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Find some joy. Find some peace. Please. Any way you can. Anyway. And happy Thanksgiving to you too, Laura. We love you. We love you. you. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun because you deserve the truth.